0: If you're lucky, you'll listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great iron and hard talk, it's Kev Lewin's decent the Sandbox.
1: What's going on, everybody, in the Since the Sandbox universe? Today, we are bringing you a very special episode. We're going to do our NFL accolades. Kev's kind of only half count because he copied half of ours, but it's all right. We are all here as a group. And we're going to tell you who's winning these awards.
2: Before we get to the awards, kind of a a big milestone for us today. We took a little tour at Big Night Media, something that we're looking to get into going forward for the podcast. Going to be great for brand and marketing, just becoming better as a whole. And just looking to see where that goes. We're going to have uh, a lot of opportunities that we got blessed with to cross paths with them. So that was definitely a humbling experience, even though it was just something small. But to get into it guys, let's do the big the big one first, the nice splash with the accolades. And I'm going to make my prediction you guys have heard it on other episodes before. I said that there's going to be a running back that wins MVP this year. And I know after a couple of weeks it doesn't it doesn't seem so confident, but this is my word and I'm going to stick to it and I have Zeke Elliott as my MVP
1: yeah Steve. I'm going to do the same as you. I said Kyla Murray would win the MVP at the beginning of the year, and I think he will, even though I think Russ will deserve it, and that would be my backup pick because he is the best player on God's Green Earth. But yeah, Kyla Murray, and that's looking pretty promising right now if Arizona keeps playing well. Well,
0: Lou hit the nail on the head, mentioning my guy, Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson's this year MVP, I mean, he's on another level right now. It's something I've never seen before, so. He's always one of those guys that we talk about in the running, and I think this year's the year, and he just he looks locked in this year. So Russell Wilson for MVP, I'm all about it.
2: No, he definitely does, and I mean, I, I think he's going to be a name that everyone would mention at the top of their conversation for that award. Going to my next favorite award that the NFL does is Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and there's a lot of guys that could be in consideration for this. I know it's early, so there could still be some names that get developed through the season um, that could be good. But I'm going to keep it uh, real simple with this one. I think it's going to be Aaron Donald. I mean, we, saw, we see for the past couple of weeks, the past couple of seasons, whatever you want to use your sample size. Um, Aaron Donald is extremely dominant, and he does things as an interior defender um, that a lot of people can't or shouldn't even be able to do. So he is a massive threat. He needs to be double and triple teamed on um, at all times if you don't want him to disrupt the game. But that's why the, the Rams went out and got Jalen Ramsey as well, to have one-two punch for that defense and two good guys. Aaron Donald could probably be an MVP consideration, but definitely Defensive Player of the Year.
1: Yeah, Steve. And before the season started, I said Darius Leonard would Win defensive player, there. I'm not going to get off that, but I have another guy, also a linebacker, who I think is on the best defense in football. And he has a realistic shot at winning this year. And I think it's TJ Watt. Uh, He's all over the field. He's proven to be a good leader on that defense. And he does pretty much everything. So I really like him to win that award. And I think it'd be pretty cool to see another Steeler take it home.
0: Yeah, I'm with Steve. I'm not going to go into detail about Aaron Donald. Steve pretty much hit the nail on the head. But I think Aaron Donald, Defensive Player of the Year. Kev, that's a smart pick
2: there. But Lou already called you out for, for cheating off the list. But Lou, I I like the TJ Watt pick, and he definitely has the potential. And-, and there's a couple of guys on that that Pittsburgh defense that could have the potential, um, with Minka Fitzpatrick and Devin Bush. Those guys are, are really good, and those are uh, really promising players going forward. Um, but let's move to the offensive side of the ball, where this award you know carries a lot of value. Last year, two guys that that had extremely good years, and Christian McCaffrey. And Michael Thomas, who are running for that award throughout the, the majority of the season. In two offensive workhorses that I think are going to battle out for the award, do not come from the quarterback position. It's a wide receiver and it's a running back. These two guys, I think, will compete for it, but there will only be one winner D Hop. I think D-Hop will be the Offensive Player of the Year, but I think Dalvin Cook will be in consideration for that award very much throughout the year, totaling up numbers like he did last week with, with around 180 total yards.
1: Yeah, Steve, mine is also not going to be a quarterback, even though I'll say this Josh Allen has huge potential for it. He's a very big sleeper pick, but I have Alvin Kamara. I mean, as of right now, we talked about this earlier in the car. Fourth in receiving yards in the league, and he's a running back. You know what I mean? And, and I know Michael Thomas has a chance to come back, but he's not going to be 100% right off the bat. So look for Kamara to still be the number one on the Saints, do absolutely everything, and he sees a ton of ton of snaps uh, with them. So I really think he has a huge chance to bounce back from a bad season last year and take home offensive player of the year
0: yeah so i had i had zeke and or d hop on my list so steve's your mvp i just slid him down to offensive player of the year but definitely think him and d hop just off the sample size of the last few weeks are definitely up there for offensive player of the year so far this year
2: no they, they definitely are and, and there's a lot of guys that that probably um aren't getting talked about to that extent um that would still be in consideration for this going on I'll lay it down the air and Lou, Josh Allen. That's a sneaky one. If he continues the way he is, he can definitely be in consideration for it. Going to another award that I think carries a lot of value is the Comeback Player of the Year award. You know, there's usually a lot of guys. You know, either vet, more more veteran guys. I would say win this award. You know, after such a deteriorating injury that affected their careers, and you know, turned it and became successful after it. Um, and I think this guy is already beginning to show it after he had elbow surgery last year. And that's Big Ben. Um, I think he's a perfect candidate for this. And I think, obviously, the way that Pittsburgh team is molded is going gonna, is gonna to benefit him um, to look even better. But that's just, you know, a, a good franchise setting up their their good players the way they want them to. So can't frown that. And I think Big Ben is going to be the comeback player of the year.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna go in a little bit of a different direction, Steve. Not so much injury, but I think Nick Foles has a real shot now that he's the starter on the Bears.
2: That's not bad, Lou. I I definitely think that that he could. Um, especially where the Bears are starting off three and zero, they're looking good so far. But I I still don't know if they would get past uh, Green Bay. I think we talked about that in a previous episode. So I feel like that could be in the back of his mind throughout. But I still think if he got them to like a 9-7, and 10-6 record, that would be overachieving.
1: Absolutely, uh, I definitely agree. And the standard is a little lower for him, but if he leads them to the playoffs, the media will be all over it.
0: Oh, I wish you guys, yeah, I wish you listeners could see the video right now because I've been licking my chops to get to this one. So Pats Nation stand up because Cam Newton is this year's NFL Comeback Player of the Year. It's not even close. It's going to happen sit back and watch.
2: Kev, that's not a bad one either. Cam is definitely going to be a guy that will be in that conversation. If Cam can lead a a more successful team at the end of the year than Big Ben can, then I definitely think that he can be the guy to finish with that award. But guys, another award, another award, guys, uh, is Coach of the Year. And this award can go to many guys. Lou, I'm sure you would vote Frank Reich for Coach of the Year if you could every year. But I'm going to go to someone that has you know, a, a real challenge this year as far as a coach goes. And if he has all the puzzle pieces fit into the right places, I think he deserves a lot of credit. And I think Bruce Arians could be uh, the coach of the year if, if Tampa does have a successful season, you know, being a top three seed in the NFC.
1: Yes, yeah, Steve. And, and honestly, I, I like that pick, but the guy I'm going with, doesn't really get coach of the year votes just because he's so good consistently. But this year uh, he loses the greatest quarterback of all time. He has seven great players opt out on the team, loses a ton of guys in free agency, takes on a a very, uh, not to say injury prone, but, but in a way, Cam Newton, not a ton of weapons and the Pats look good. I mean, if they win the AFC East, I believe Bill Belichick, after all he's gone through losing the quarterback, losing all those plays, he will be coach of the year because this is probably his best coaching job yet.
0: Wow. Love that out of you, Lou. Honestly, love that out of you. But my, my candidate is someone, I mean, I guess some would call it a hot take, but I just, I like what this guy's been doing here for the last couple of years. And I really do think that this team is a real threat to win their division. And that's Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I just, I love the way they put that team together. Lou, I know you mentioned Josh Allen earlier playing unreal, now picking up digs. Like they just really, I think they have everything going for them. And I, I really do think they're a real threat to win the AFC East this year. I mean, especially if the Pats drop another couple games, that Seahawks loss in early in the season really hurt us. But yeah, Sean McDermott coach of the year. Hot take.
1: Love that pick. I really do love it. And I'll tell you this, don't sleep on Mike Tomlin either.
2: No, there's definitely a lot of good, uh, Candidate, when you said Sean, I thought you were going to say Sean McVay. So that definitely could have been another one. And call me crazy if you want. You could even say um, Mike Vrabel could possibly in the, be in that discussion after a 3-0 and start for Tennessee. Especially if we see how the Titans overcome this whole COVID situation going on right now. But that's why this is such a fun conversation uh, to have earlier in the year. Because, you know, when week 16 comes around, playoffs start. It's going to be really interesting to hear the names being mentioned. But, guys, let's take this to the rookies. Um, We get offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. And we don't know too many of these guys yet. But I do think that there's going to be some some of these guys that are going to play um, and give us top-notch ball for as long as they stay on the field. And, And starting with offensive first, I'm going to have to go Jonathan Taylor, Lou, your guy with the Colts, uh, I drafted him in all four of my fantasy leagues. I made sure I got him. I thought that he was going to have an opportunity even with Marlon Mack there. And with that unfortunate situation, him getting hurt, Jonathan Taylor is greatly going to benefit for drafting him wherever they did. Um. So, Jonathan Taylor for Offensive Rookie of the Year, especially behind that offensive line.
1: Yeah, Stephen, I wanted to pick JT, but I'm going to go Clyde Edwards-Hellier. Yeah, right? I just think he's in the perfect system for it. is going to be up in a lot of games this year, so he's going to get a ton of yardage. Uh, like we've talked about in the fantasy episodes, the touchdowns might not be there, but I think overall yardage catches... I think he will come slightly ahead of JT, but I think they're neck and neck.
0: Nice, nice, and I have a hot take, and this is just because I wanted to throw in a hot take, and I'm putting Joe Burrow for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Lou.
1: That's very good. That is very good. I like that. That is a sneaky, sneaky pick.
2: I don't think that's that much of a surprise. I mean, I I thought that he would be the favorite for this, but I definitely thought that we were going to mix it up with a bunch of different guys. But, no, I, I like that pick there, especially with the way he's looked. Hopefully they can get, get a couple of wins down the stretch. Um, but, guys, flipping this to the defensive side, I'd love to hear some of the names on um, that you guys have for defensive rookie of the year. Um, I'm not going to get too creative with this one just because of what I've seen already when he is on the field. He's really good, and, and that's why he was, was the top pick in the draft. Um, and that's Chase Young. So, Washington's defense did look really good. Um, but definitely a difference when he wasn't playing. Uh, he is going to be out this week upcoming. But him going forward, even if he missed like another two weeks or so, I, I still feel like he could be the best defensive rookie.
1: Yeah, Steve. So for from, from my defensive rookie, uh, I think he's a little bit slept on because their defense is so stacked. But I have Pat Queen on, um, on the Ravens. I just think that he can bring a lot of speed to that defense, which is kind of slow for a really good defense. But, yeah, I, I do think it'll be Chase Young if he can stay healthy because he's just been very good so far.
0: Yeah, I'm with Lou. I also had Patrick Queen, kind of like like Lou said with Clyde Zolaire. I think he's just in the right system, in the right situation. Like Lou said, their defense is so stacked, so he can still do his job very well without you know all the all the pressure on him as well. So definitely think he's, he's in the running for defensive rookie of the year.
2: But, guys, that wraps it up for this episode. Um, make sure to get caught up with the rest of our episodes. We, we got so much stuff coming up for basketball, fantasy, um, all, all the stuff around the NFL. Um, but our articles are back, so go to censusandbox.net to check that out. Leave us that five-star review, guys. Big things coming for Census Sandbox. We out.